the emergency veterinarian, would be moderately attractive and, more importantly, single. Your hamster, Petey, is a she-she. She has cancer in her uterus, the handsome veterinarian calmly instructed Carolyn as he palpated the slightly squirming hamster bleeding profusely from what they now knew was her little hamster vagina. I can remove it. I can save your hamster. Mommy, mommy, please save Petey. Carolyn tried to speak above her daughter's pleading. How much? 450 for surgery, and I'm cutting you a deal because I know how much your daughter loves this animal. Carolyn leaned into the doctor, whispering, Are you single? He nodded, and she smiled, extending her visa, tilting her head coquettishly, and purring, Anything for my doctor. Anything for my daughter, doctor. Anything. Okay. Happy fun story. Yay! Yay! Am I alone? What happened? You're not alone. Oh, okay. I was like, did the call end at two and I just didn't recognize it? And I was like, everyone's gone. Anyways, that's a silly story just because we need some silliness. It's, it's seriously dark outside, you guys. It's like the middle of the day and it looks like 11 o'clock at night. So, yay. Is this the fire that was started by the gender reveal party? I don't, there are so many fires happening that it's impossible to know, like, from which region or whence they came. It, there is no right. sun right now, though. There hasn't been sun at all today. We can't even, I can't even see where the glowing orb in the sky would be. It's like, so weird. it's so apocalyptic and scary and strange. And none of the street lights are on because they're all on a timer. And so it's super dark. <laughs> like everyone's driving with headlights on and that it's so odd. It is so and it's weird. only noon. Oh my God, that's so weird. I always thought that, like, well, you know how it is when the sun is rising in the tenderloin and you have not been to sleep yet. Like, we always used to joke that we wanted to put a dome over the tenderloin so the sun would never, ever, ever rise in the tenderloin, which... It's happening right like now. I, I mean, I'm going to start drinking pretty soon because everybody canceled everything. Like, all the... Right. Everything today is, like, canceled because everyone's... I mean, it is... It is like seriously the four horsemen of the apocalypse are driving up to San Francisco right now and they're going to take us away. So, whoa. Um, okay, so now it is our birthday guest boy. of honor. Birthday boy. It's birthday boy. In the hall. Hello. Happy birthday. Hello. 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 Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, I would get to start off with a silly, funny one, but I'll leave that till the end, and I'll do <laughs> a serious one. I've got, and it's basically all new shit, too. The first one I'm doing is actually, it's, I read it in uh, Singapore on Saturday, so apart from that, it's new shit. It's called It's a Small World. Thinking is difficult. That's why most people judge, why some people make assumptions. An assumption is the mother of all fuck-ups, but people's dreams are controlled by others. It's such a small world, on repeat, but the street is not a safe place to be, and today is tomorrow's history, a history that today we don't learn from, we don't concern ourselves over much over. 
Their children die of hunger, and their father dies of the want of respect because the white man, the far right man, thinks the left man, the bereft man, is a lesser man. It's a small world, on repeat. And corporations pay millions to other corporations, but little to the taxman, and pay no attention to those who cannot afford to pay into their business. The situation then becomes a fight between wrong and right, right and left, left behind and go ahead, living, dying, dead. It's a small world, on repeat. When you look at Schrodinger's coffin, do you often wonder if inside and outside are both the same? Can you play and not play the game? But, and it's a big but, when we care for all, does it really mean all? Should we care for those that hate? Those that want to rule and ruin, those that don't care. It's a small world, on repeat. The enemy doesn't arrive by boat, he arrives by limousine. The enemy isn't always within. Sometimes they are without, without a moral guide, a convenient amnesia. With reference to the relentless war, you appear to have thrown the pin at the enemy but left a grenade in your trench. It's a small world, on repeat. When you have no home and steal milk, you end up in jail. When you're a royal pervert, you get a medal. When you're a Tory manager, a paedophile to boot, you get a slap in the wrist. They can't be trusted. It's just one lie after another. Even when they are caught out, they try and blame someone else. It's a small world, on repeat. It's a small world, but wide. Okay, that's one. The next one, actually, I changed my mind. I get to do this next one, and I actually did this one. Uh, my very first collaboration, I did it on uh, Sunday night with the, a collaboration with the wonderful Special K. Um, I only have my bit tonight, so I can only do my bit, and I don't have. I'm not going to go into the screen share bit, so I don't have the cartoon at the end. But uh, if you were there, you would have seen it. And this one's called, You Have the Right. You have the right to walk the streets. You have the right to love your family. You have the right to go to work. You have the right to be a jerk. You have the light, right to lie in your bed. You have the right to the thoughts in your head. You have the right to go to the store. You have the right to swim by the shore. You have the right to live your life. You have the right to be with your wife. You have the right to be who you are. You have the right to sit in your car. You have the right to have a drink. You have the right to think how you think. You have the right to protest in March. You have the right to make your mark. You have the right to go to church. You have the right not to be smirched. You have the right to turn your back. You have the right not to get attacked. You have the right to stay out of jail. You have the right to try and fail. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say may be used in evidence against you. You have the right to a lawyer. If you haven't got one, a court-appointed lawyer will be given to you. You have the right not to speak. You have the right to be meek. You have the right to be heard. You have the right to be a nerd. You have the right to be wrong. You have the right to be strong. You have the right to take the knee. You have the same rights as me. You have the right to be to vote, you have the right to be remote. You have the right to draw back. 
You have the right to be black. You have the right to survive. You have the right to remain alive. You have the right to remain silent. Thank you. And if I, if I can hold this up, I don't know if you see this clearly. This is the cartoon that came at the end of it. You have the right to remain silent. Thank you. Right, I'm going to do... Okay, I've got, I'm going to do two, two more. They're both quite short. And the one I wrote basically is a thank you to everyone of my, for my birthday wishes today. And it's just called Birthday. I am now another year older in the seventh decade of my life, my wonderful life that I share with my wife, my wonderful life, wife. Slow down? Nah. I can't run as much as before, but that doesn't take much as I rarely ran before. I don't read as much as I used to, sadly. My eyes close unwillingly. I count the cards I get in one hand plus one finger. But I linger not, as it's better for the environment to receive digital wishes, virtual kisses. I still have my own teeth, my own hair, my own beliefs, my own life. I rebel slower now, but old? Maybe, but it's just a number, and it's never too late, even though my number is 68. Thank you. I'm going to finish this last one in... It's kind of like a found point, but I've actually um, purloined bits from other, not poems, from things I've seen on Facebook and things like other lines, added with bits of my own lines, and it's called Percontation Point. And if you know what a Percontation Point is, actually a question mark that's back to front, and it was used back in the day as like an ironic question. It was the best of rhymes, it was the worst of rhymes. Half of a person's beauty comes from their tongue, and half the world hates the other half. Half measures are what governments facilitate. Why? I mean, how did people figure out it was cicadas making that noise? For thousands of years, people thought the trees were screaming. But trees don't scream, do they? Where do did barn owls live before barns were invented? And how did they survive for centuries before having somewhere to live? Why do people think there is nothing that rhymes with orange? But I'm sure Captain Henry Gorringe, standing in the sporangium, would disagree. But do you know a word that rhymes with purple? Then God told Adam, you are the first creature. And Adam said, what about that over there? And God said, I don't know. She was there when I got here. And Eve approached with Keith Richards on her arm. Sorry, mate, we've run out of apples, he mumbled. And in the library, why are books and paranoia? Are they always behind you? And why does the librarian say shush so loudly? Why, when the farmer had only 39 sheep, the sheepdog put 40 sheep in the pen? He was a clever pup. The farmer thought he'd only 39, but the dog rounded them up. Thank you.
<laughs> and that's me. And that brings us to a close officially for the official part of tonight. Um, I've made it so you can all unmute yourselves. And just, oh, also, you know what I realized? I forgot to send out this announcement and I might as well make it now, even though I probably should have made it at the beginning of tonight. We are going bi-weekly. Oh, no. <laughs> Just FYI, yeah, we decided, cause like, I'm starting up school and um. Andy's working. And oh, Andy's yeah, I'm back at work. Yeah, <laughs> Andy's working. So we're off air. So yeah, well, I don't know, Pam. Did you take us off air? Oh no, we're still. I can take us off air. Here, let me take us off air. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us on Choose Poetry, Choose Life. This has been another exciting edition. Maybe we're going to be going bi-weekly. It's very exciting. Thanks for joining us today. I'm going to put on some uh, more stuff, and we'll be back here at mutinyradio.fm and .sf. Hey, take a break from the social isolation and come out to all jokes. The daytime outdoor comedy show at All Good Pizza in Bayview on Saturday, August 22nd at 3 p.m. Where Drea Myers hosts a super funny lineup of comedians. Grab some brick oven pizza and enjoy the show in an outdoor courtyard with plenty of room to be physically distanced. See you soon at All Good Pizza for this tremendous outdoor comedy show at 1605 Gerald Avenue in the Bayview. That's all jokes at Good Pizza with Drea Myers, Saturday, August 22nd at 3 p.m. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, 
crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. Italian, and we brought you Fascismus with Mussolini, and before that, the Romans. So if you think you live in a fascist country, well, you do. Antitrump.com is the antivirus to the Trump virus. It started in 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better America. No one thought it would be this bad. He was a 70-year-old yammering nimrod. How bad could it possibly be? We are now in a global pandemic without adequate leadership. Individual politics are not important. We need to rally behind curing the Trump virus. Go to antitrump.com. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hey, you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast, zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it and don't let the poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. 
to Strictly Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Um, what, what the hell are we talking about? Um, whiny people and their stupid complaints that we requested they send us. Why do we do this? Why, why are we doing this? <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his choice to carry such horse shit on the fucking train. And he was yelling. He was like, move it, bitch, move it, bitch. And, uh, and, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't. I'm just not. I'm not moving it, you know. I've arrived. Why should I move? I don't like what work has been giving us at our free lunches. 115-340-1976, and it does not spell anything. 115-340-1976. Go for it. Call in, guys. Are the end times upon us? Not yet, my friends. Please, this is an impassioned plea from Pam Benjamin, the director of Mutiny Radio. Let us live past October. You think it's a joke? COVID is decimating all of us, and especially us here at Mutiny Radio. We have money left until October 1st. Don't let anyone sing, despite of their size. Please. Please go donate to our GoFundMe. Go to mutinyradio.fm and click that GoFundMe button. Or just go to Venmo. Mutiny Radio, all one word. Just Mutiny Radio. Give us five bucks. Help us keep free speech and radical self-expression real and alive here in San Francisco and all over the world. Please donate to our Mutiny Radio GoFundMe and keep us alive in 2020 and beyond. Don't let our world end. L-S-D, fap, acid and fapping, fapping and acid, acid, fapping, fapping and acid, fap, 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 acid. Thank you, that song is called Acid and Fapping. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor.
everybody. Welcome to the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. Uh, I hope you're high. I know our uh, special special guest from the past, you might remember him. Old dumb face is in the house. All right. Traffic ticket. Sorry about that. Uh, driving a car in San Francisco is a nightmare. Yeah, I don't drive. <laughs> Happy words here, coming up to the end of the year on the AltaCast. Uh, so besides your ticket, everything else is good. Uh, no, no breakdowns lately. No, no break. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about your car anymore. I'm talking about your right. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, and uh, you've got all that great Christmas music in your head too. It's like, let's sing the baby string. Like you want to hold hands in a sleigh, and maybe like ice. <laughs> all right, you've heard it here first. <laughs> the Altacast, ladies. Because it's cold. Uh, I have a I have a remedy uh, for your situation. What it is, it was a New Year's resolution that I did in in 2010, which was I wanted to see how many days I could go. All the food I ingested had to have hallucinogenic properties. So everything I put in my body had to either be made with weed butter or have it inside or have shrooms. So I would like make an omelet with weed butter and then soak the shrooms and put them in the omelet and then eat it. I made it 10 days. But what I'm saying is it helps with the weight because everything that you eat has to have marijuana in it. Do you see? <laughs> oh, it's, it'll... You'll get to know yourself so well. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, I've been, uh, I haven't even been eating. Well, I guess maybe it's just been lying dormant in my system. I've been hallucinating a lot lately for no reason. And I'm like, do I have a brain tumor or am I just high all the time? No visual. Like I've been having, um, I think, and it happens too when I have like sinus pressure. So I think that some part of my sinuses are pressing on some ocular part of my brain, my nerves or something. And so I've been having tracers for no reason, uh, all kinds of rainbow tracers. And then like, uh, my vision's been like cut off or been like, like black curtain, some of it, just like visual hallucinations and not like dragons are coming from the sky, but like things are like, Right. Well, like the, my people's fingers make tracers or I'll see like auras and I'm like, is this a migraine or am I becoming Z Z Zarathustra? In the house, in the hizzy, the sheriff of truth, the sheriff is in the saloon. She walked in those bat wing doors, doop, doop, bat wing doors, open, close, picking up a new pair. Old Dumbface is back. I had to watch comic videos. 
Yeah, well, get the hate back in your system. I need some serious haters on this. You guys, there's 50 in the yes pile right now. There's 50 people that I'm like, yes, but I can only have 30. So we've got to be. Heads on the chopping, chopping block. We've, yeah, we've got heads on the chopping block. We got to make some serious decisions, and I can't do it anymore. I'm, I'm too nice. I think everybody is great. I'm like, everybody's so talented. I just can't. <laughs> I mean, and then, then I'm like, okay, well, is it the quality of the video? And then it's like, well, do I hear people laughing? And then I'm like, I'm not laughing. Do I have to laugh? <laughs> I, <laughs> right. So we brought the experts in today. We brought in uh, Latoya, the sheriff of truth, who always tells us the truth, and old dumb face Steve Poggi, fresh I off his. Well, you're, <laughs> he's fresh off his um, uh, Midwest tour where he did an hour and what? taped it. He recorded a special, and now he won't do any uh, material anymore. So he's like, I don't know what to do. I can't be funny. And I'm like, like never. Really. Why is that? He burns it. Yeah, that's true. Um, Can't keep shit true. in the attic. He's not a hoarder of jokes. <laughs> he just lets them go. Burn it down. Burn that motherfucker. Burn it! <laughs> All right, who's the first loser we're going to rip into? <laughs> okay, well, so what we've got uh, are a lot of great people from Portland. Uh, this is James Barella, and he's at the Helium Comedy Club. But the funny thing is, the regular Helium thing isn't behind him. Uh, usually there's this scape of Portland, much like our punchline does here. Uh, so he's our first one. Uh, if I like to give him at least a minute and a half, and if we're just, if you're not intrigued after that, that's when, that's, yeah, we say, that's when you help. Here we go. How's it going, Helium? <laughs> I'm trying to be a better person. I don't recommend it. <laughs> like, uh, every time I start to think, hey, you know what? You're not such a bad guy. You're a pretty cool guy. Yeah, you're okay, Joe. Another part of my brain chimes in with some random thing like, yeah, but what about that time you tried to get your dog pregnant, James? <laughs> I guess I should explain that. <laughs> when I was seven, uh, I really wanted puppies. <laughs> I was seven, so I didn't know what sex was, but I did hold down my dog and lick all over her titties for 20 minutes because I thought that would get her pregnant. <laughs> I'm still in the hairy chicks. <laughs> And then, like, said hairy and like a scant 10 years later, no, like I lose my virginity at a gangbang in the back room of some party. I lost my virginity with five of my friends in the room, all right? One of them had his foot on my ass going, hit that shit, metal tits! So my views on sexuality are slightly skewed. Average person. He walks I'm trying to, be, trying to better myself. I'm trying to be better. Like, I've only recently in my life decided that maybe every once in a while I should turn down sex. Like, I've never turned down sex. Look at me. I look like somebody shaved all the purple off of Grimace and got him a job driving a forklift. <laughs> Who am I to turn down sex from anyone, ever? Like, one time, let, let me put it this way. Like, uh, uh, I, once a fuck is on the table, I will, I will, I will champion through physical pain. I will become a connoisseur of weird smells. 
smells. I will, I will overcome deep-seated psychological barriers to get my notarization on this fuck contract. All right. I agree. I, he was in the yes pile. But see, that's the thing is we've got to go through the yes pile and keep figuring out, like, like I like him. He's sloppy. He'll fit in here just fine. Good point. Good point. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's awkward. He'll fit in. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That it's like, hey, that sounds very familiar. The dog story. Mm. <laughs> All right, this is Patrick Fowler. Uh, let me do this. <laughs> Thank God that's not true. He has a professional video. Uh, do you guys like impressions? Yeah. Cool. Hi. Oops, sorry. Oh, I'm making it bigger. So sorry, Patrick. Hi. Patrick Fowler. Nice to meet you. That was my first impression. <laughs> uh, I'm a middle-aged man, and I'm 22 years old. <laughs> and like, I'm going bald, and I'm cool with that. But I don't like the term going bald. I just heard the term getting new forehead. This is, this is like, I guess, uh, Portland. Like, people in my family tell me I look like John. my grandfather. They never say I look like my grandfather who's my age. I just look like him now. Makes family reunions awful. Grandma always hits on me. Diabetes runs in my family, so no my family runs. <laughs> one out of four children in the U.S. are overweight, and three out of four children in the U.S. will let them know. <laughs> one in five children in the U.S. face hunger every day. It's the same child in the previous joke. Those kids are always hungry. That's how they became one in four. I know I'm fat on the inside. I stopped at a gas station on the way here. I thought, oh, I'll get a candy bar to tide me over until I get to a McDonald's. So I can get a real meal. It was McDonald's at 2 a.m. last night and every night before. The driver and cashier told me I'd have a wonderful night. It's like, dude, I'm at McDonald's at 2 a.m. I think that ship has sailed. He's all one-liners. Like, my wonderful nights don't include McDonald's or 2 a.m. The only way you can make it a wonderful night is you put extra special sauce in my Big Mac. If you know what I mean. And by special sauce, I mean bleach. Suicidal. Yeah. I actually think it's a sin to be fat. So I don't know if you've heard the gospel of the Zeppelin. There's a stairway to get to heaven. Which makes Rocky an angel. Do you guys know that if you read the Bible backwards, you don't know how to read? One day a guy came to my door asking if I had a moment to talk about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I did not want to talk about that. So I said, no, sir, I don't participate in gossip. <laughs> <laughs> this 
especially when he, when he can hear you. <laughs> he has a full day. He doesn't need another minute. Because you have to wait for Jesus to answer your prayers. The devil, you could just summon out a command. That's just better customer service. That's just objectively better. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, if you ever find yourself in a Walmart, an employee comes up and you ask, Sir, can I help you find anything? Don't say a reason to live. <laughs> because they're Walmart employees and they can't find one of those either. <laughs> one time I was in a Walmart and I spent all my money on a wallet. So when I walked out, I didn't have any money. So I took the wallet back, got my money, put my money in my pocket. When I got home, I took my money out of my pocket and it was gone. I realized there was a hole in my pocket. And then I remembered that's why I wanted to buy a wallet. <laughs> trying to say is life is full of disappointments. <laughs> Just like dating. So, I, oh yeah, this guy knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Saw an ex-girlfriend of mine at a funeral a while ago. I was actually happy to see her despite the circumstances and the way things ended. Because it was her funeral. <laughs> oh. One of my friends at first, his ex-girlfriend is the one who got away. That's what he gets for leaving the basement door unlocked. <laughs> okay, buddy, you guys. I like him. Steve. I like him. Energy? Is it the energy level, or have, is it the fact that you've seen it before? Right, well, he's... You know what I'm how many spots are we trying to win this down to? 30. So, we're at 50? We've got to knock out 50. 20 heads. We've got to knock out 20. He's a, he, well, we're, we'll keep going and we'll yeah. see, we'll go and we'll go back. Yeah, but, we'll review. But he was, I mean, he was nice and polished. And the other thing is that this video is from 2015, which means that this is going to be two years later. So I'm sure he's, you know, grown. Yeah. But we I don't have see. a problem with where he is either. I mean, I, and I, he has a lot of polished one-liners. Okay, here's another, another uh, Portland. <laughs> Hunter Donaldson. I pander to the audience. This is a competition, and I thought I would Oops, Sorry, making it big again. I should do that. I would say that this audience looks great. <laughs> Has this audience lost a bit of weight? Because you guys, oh man, I've been with a lot of audiences. But this audience feels really special, you know? Those other audiences, I didn't feel like this about them. Honestly, I kind of want to take this audience home with me. Have you guys judged me at home? You know? Take you home in my car? What kind of car is it, Hunter? It's a Honda Civic. That's not a very funny car. What are we having for dinner, Hunter? Oh, tortilla soup. I'm not giggling at that. <laughs> how long, uh, how long are we gonna make love, Hunter? Probably about ten minutes. 
which is not a short enough amount of time to be funny and not a long enough amount of time to make sure you're satisfied. Perfect amount of time. Guys, I've been getting up to some hijinks lately. Been doing some, uh, some practical jokes. Got this uh, great one I pulled last week. Got on Grinder, and I found this guy, and uh, he was a really cool guy. We go out, we have some dinner, we get some drinks, we connected on like a lot of stuff. Anyways, we go back to his place, and we're making like deep, sweet, life-changing love. And I'm like, gotcha. <laughs> because I'm actually straight. <laughs> and he was like, I don't think you are straight. Is that, see, I was gonna say, he's got a lot, he's getting a lot of laughs. I liked the first joke. I thought the last one was pretty clever, but I haven't laughed, so. Good point, good point. I like the cleverness, but. And he was like, wow, well, uh, I feel kind of hurt. And I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you. It was just a joke. And anyways, right. he started to cry. And I held him in my arms. And things got a little bit sexy again. Right, they're not going to like the grinder joke too much, that's true. You don't think so? I think they would. Totally. That was the Maybe. best part. <laughs> that was the best part of I it. I like the we taking know, home we thing. Again. <laughs> right. I'm, all right, we're bored. Okay. On to the next one. All right, all right, all right. Heads on the chocolate block. Slice. Slice it down. Slice it up, slice it down. But you were clever. I'll give you that. Yeah. All right, next one. All right, this person, for some reason, I thought he used to live in San Francisco, but I guess he doesn't. We need some bitches up in here, too. I know, there's only four women right and some, now. And so, and that some have black been folks and Latinos. <laughs> used to be Yes, we can play that game. Much. Pretty much. Uh, all right, this is this Isaac one. Novak. Great thing we're going to assume from the comedy show. I don't know what you guys are going to be thinking. Like, oh, God, this guy, like, really gives a shit. Like, this guy really gives a shit. Jesus. It's true. The truth is, I was just wearing this. I, uh, I was at a wedding reception. They gave these out um, from Bubbles. I don't really know how to incorporate it in the show. So I'm just going to do it. Thank you very much. Yeah, Come on, clap for the did. Bubbles, guys. Come on. It is uh, it's good to be here. Um, my name is Isaac. I am the first uh, bearded white guy uh, on the show tonight. Uh, you guys are at a comedy show in Seattle, so it's going to be more of a strap in. I love it. Love the well, we saw the background last year because that's, that's Jai Tai in, uh, in Seattle. But 
Maybe he should have started the movie. Man, woman, and just like laid them on acetate, shone a flashlight through it. This is pretty much what you get, you know? <laughs> Complete average of the whole thing. I could rob a bank in this city. Do you understand? Sir, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> rob a fucking bank. I just love to see the lineup, you know? Like they get a bunch of guys in front of the one-way mirror, get a witness. That's him, officer, second from the left. Are you sure? Yeah, I know that. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Nigga, you corny. I didn't even listen to anything then. he was really saying because it was just blah, blah, blah. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, that, and that's why. And it's, you know, it comes down to choosing your video and where do you, I mean, you've got to start with something hot and get a laugh. Why would you start with like warming up the crowd or whatever? Have, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't have a good. Even if you do it in the basement of your house, that's cool. Well, I don't have a good video right now. I need to get another one, but also I'm not gonna, I'm not applying. Nobody right wants now. to see my video. Yeah, you, <laughs> this is Ben Quick. Hey. He's a musical guy. Matthews and Dave Attell had so, a baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Does anyone here like ever like liked somebody and, and then like wanted to be with them but like you couldn't? You know what I mean? Like this thing standing in the way. Um, so I wrote a song about that. And I think it's <laughs> what a here you go. <laughs> we seem like a match and we get along great. Girl, you know I think that you and I should date. The chemistry is there and there's so much we both like. But you've already got a man in your life I want you to take me instead, careful That's the truth I want to tell you to leave him Cause he's probably a douche The more that I dig, the more I realize God damn it Your boyfriend's a good guy Alright You know, but you don't like music I mean, I like music I do I like musical comedy. We don't, well, we don't have any other music. There's no one else doing the gimmick with the guitar. He has and other that's videos. Why those guys always win. Because <laughs> uh, no one. one well, we don't have a guy that sings silly songs. Here it goes. What well, here it goes. Yeah. And then so it's the same thing over and over again. Yeah. So but he can do stand up too. He has other videos that are st strictly stand up. Like a whole, like, like these are the for sure. 
So I'll, I'll tell you this. One of the first jurors is like Clay Newman. <laughs> he's, he's the only one from town who's going to not have – everyone else is going to host, but he's the only one that's going to – oh, right, 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 right. Right, 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 right. Well, here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. I love musical comedy, and I st I come from Second City, where that's one of the things that was really important. But the thing is, they would do try different rhythms and beats and oh, stuff. Oh, you're right. He's doing and the same it, song. And yeah, it's the same song over. Like he would be, like for example, you do like a country version, and then like a slow slow jam one, right. and like a punk version, and a right, right, you know, right, right. you know, the death variety. Version so that way it doesn't skip, get boring. Let's skip ahead for him. Yeah. We'll skip. He just got claps on him. Let's. We'll see. We'll, we'll give him one more. Because ain't no black we'll people in that audience. Song. So I, I was playing that song recently. A friend of mine came to see all my shows, and he, he filmed it, and he put it online the next day. Which is cool, except he only put up the second half of the song. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a video on the internet of me just singing about sucking a dude's dick. No context. <laughs> and it's never coming down because we're no longer friends. Steve, you were right. <laughs> right can I get a like, deep and philosophical with you guys for a moment? I stepped in dog shit. So this, this is a song I wrote kind of about if songs were just like us as people. They had hopes and dreams and ideas and goals and drinking problems, hypothetically. Um, let call it the song we're human. Changed up a little bit with the song. It if still sounds like 1994. Human, that would be strange. The chorus would probably be his brain. The melody, I guess, would be the hands and feet. I'll lead up to a funny line. Okay, Steve's not, he is not he's enamored. He's All right, so I'm going to do something really interesting here. And that was an old Alta cast, and it was really nice to hear Steve's voice. And it's just so funny because all those people that we just listened to were all there that year at the festival, which was great. So we chose wisely. So, so what's going on is that last... Friday, I was roofied at my show, and I'm watching the video now, and I'm going to listen to it with the actual podcast, so we're going to sync it up here, and I'm going to sit and watch it and see if I can see who poisoned me. Oh, my goodness. We're going to listen to some more. Mr. America, walk on by your supermarket dream. Mr. America, walk on by 
The liquor store supreme. Mr. America, try to hide the product of your savage pride. The useful mind that it denied. The day you shrugged and stepped aside, you saw their clothes and then you cried. Those I apologize. You're like, oh, what happened to happy hour? When was that happening? Yes, it started. Of course the happiest happy hour of ever happenings has ever happened. Of course it has. Of course it is. Yes. You weirdos. You crazy kids. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I'm going to be here all night. Uh, starting at 7 o'clock, we're going to have an outdoor show. It's going to be a lot of exciting, fun stuff. We're supposed to have an open mic right now, but open micers are like, blah, 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 wah, 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 meow, meow, meow. I don't want to be up here, and I don't want to do things, meow, 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 meow. So that's what's happening. So we're going to all hang out outside, and they're going to all meow, 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 and we're going to listen to some more whatever we're listening to, and we'll be right back with comedy when it starts to happen. Yay! Understanding of my finest defenses. I proclaim the claims are left unstated. I demand a rematch. I decree a stalemate. I divine my deeper motives. I recognize the weapons. I practiced them well. I fitted them myself. Are you outside, you losers? Come inside, you weirdos. You weird, weird, weirdos. Come on. Come on inside, because we're going to do comedy right now. Comedy. I've always wanted it. That's what I've always wanted for my whole life is comedy right now. If I only had comedy, I would be so happy. Cool. Well, this is a podcast, and until that happens, they're coming inside. How exciting, how wonderful, and joys and wonderment from everyone. All right. Yeah, how you been, man? How you been? Well, how you been, man? Well, you been good? How you been? How you been? Are you you working out your shit, man? That's cool. Let's find out. Let's find out if you're working out your shit or not. 
Uh, hey, we're on. Just who wants to go up first? <laughs> Who's going first? Huh? Who's up first? I was. I was here last. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Billy Sullivan. Oh wow! Is this thing on? Yes. All right, perfect. That actually sucks. Maybe I turn it off. No, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, um, boy, man, going for a sucks. You don't have anything to say, especially when you're speaking to a carpet. I'm a big fan of carpets. I used to, um, I used to fuck mine when I was a kid. That's how I learned to jerk off, turns out. Right? Yeah, that wasn't a joke. Uh, boy, I, uh, I, uh, I don't know if, uh, what gender or race God is, but I know the devil's a white guy. <laughs> you know? I sold my soul to him. All right, I, I tried. He didn't even want it. He was like, fuck your bitch ass. What you even got? Nothing. You gotta have something to offer the devil. Boy. Boy, it's nice having people to listen to you, but I respect that you guys don't want to listen because you're next, and this is going to suck for you. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, my God. I'll just sing my way out of this bitch like Josh Kahn. No, I'm just kidding. Ah, rip. I love that guy. That guy's the man. That guy's the man. He's going to get charged for enticing a riot. Or inciting a riot. Jeez. Yeah, right? Enticing. Enticing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, well, well, what was I going to talk to you about, guys? Probably um, how, my Christ, guys. I don't feel it. I don't feel the energy on this stage. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. It's like it's like when you buy acid from some random guy at a concert. And then all of a sudden it kicks in, you get a double dose, and then you're different afterwards. You know? You just changed. Yeah. How was that pee? Did it smell like cigarettes? That's why I quit. Yeah, right? No, I know. I'm just going into personal details, but I smelled cigarettes in my pee one time, and I was like, boy, it's time to quit. Yeah. Yeah. I had some jokes last time I did comedy, though, right, guys? Yeah. Fuck yeah, these two are here. Yeah. It's okay, though. It's okay. If there's people listening, I get into a groove. You know. You guys know how it is. Um... God damn, man. I, uh, I, uh, I used to be obese and addicted to pills. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just used to be obese. Oh, do you have any Xanax? <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Lit. Thank you. See, that's why you, that's why you reach out right now. That's networking. That's networking, baby. And this is why I, uh, I'm not doing the clean show, guys. Because in moments of truth, I say fuck.
And also, I'll if it isn't a good enough moment of truth, I'll have to reference a meme afterwards. Thank you. Yeah, right. No, that that that's what happened. I had sex the other weekend and it was so bad for the person that I had to reference the meme. That's the joke. You know, we're just working on it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, you're sweating for me. Man, I feel it. I feel it. I'm glad I don't care, though. Fuck. I'm glad I don't care. Or at least, you know, I'm trying to make y'all think I don't care, but I care so much that I'm actually up here pouring up my soul. But hey, I don't have a sword to pull it out into because I lost it to drugs. Thank you so much, guys. I'm Billy Sullivan. Yeah. Woo! Yay, Billy Sullivan, yay. Yeah, that's we're uh we're at a dirty open mic before the clean open mic. I mean it's not an open mic, the other show is like, oh, we're all gonna be clean. I'm really excited for your next comedian. I haven't seen him in so long, I barely recognize him because he had a mask on his face, but he had a beard on his face before that even started. So put your hands together, everybody, for Kelly Evans, yay! Oh yeah, I'm back and not not improved. That is new and worse. That is not a not a good sales pitch, you know? It's weird what six months alone in your room will do to your mind. Fucking weird shit, you know, especially when you keep eating mushrooms. Even after the last time did not work out. You're like, maybe today will be different, but it's not, you know? It is not. Oh uh, man, I um I hate shopping, so uh, that doesn't exist anymore, so fuck it. <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. I, I, I really don't like the idea that, uh, like, clothes define you, you know, like, clothes make the man, or you got to fucking dress for the job you want, not the job you have, you know? And uh, just because, like, I don't, I just, like, it confused, like, I don't know what pants uh, tell a person, will you be my mom? Like, <laughs> is, is it khakis? Because I bought a lot of khakis. I have... <laughs> way too many khakis you know it's just it also feels unfair to people because you get judged for what you wear like people just assume you're a type of person like you see a guy in an afflicted t-shirt and you're like that guy's probably a misogynist but like maybe he's just a regular douchebag you know like who says he has to hate women he might just be a piece of shit <laughs> that's uh he's wearing an afflicted shirt all right new shit um i've had uh, a lot of time on my hands with quarantine uh, because I've been, you know, moving. I've been more productive. I've been moving. I'm unemployed. I don't have a job. Is my, yeah. I am fucking swimming in an abyss. Uh, anyway, but I've had a lot of time to think about like my childhood. Too much, honestly. You don't want to go that far that often, you know. Uh, especially on mushrooms. But I remembered in middle school, my mom would like always talk to me about self-esteem. She's like, you have such a good self-esteem. Uh, she talked about it a lot, uh, which is positive. And the interesting thing about when you have self-esteem is people don't have to remind you all the time. I did not, all right? I was weeping once a week. It was a thing, all right? <laughs> it's not a sign of high self-esteem. Self-esteem is like having uh, a big dick, you know? Like oh you God, just, so just no.
You get what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> hey, above average. Let's keep it moving. Um, comedy. Uh, I actually, I, I was getting picked on by these kids in my apartments. I lived uh, in apartments when I was a kid before it was cool, uh, when we were just poor, you know? And uh, so <laughs> these kids kept picking on me, and my mom actually came down to the bus stop one day, and then she threatened five 12-year-old boys. And then her threat was that she was going to tell their parents so I got beat up a lot. <laughs> like, we live in apartments. They don't have parents. What are you talking about? We're all poor. Nobody cares about these fucking kids. Uh, yeah. So that's cool. Um, I did not have a dad around uh, growing up. So uh, that meant I was uh, way too into my uncle. You know, like, <laughs> he was very, he's like, kid, you got to chill out, man. I'm like, will you be my dad? <laughs> like, I can't. That's weird with your mom. Anyway, um, you know, but he's like this guy who's just super into like manliness. He's just like, it's all about like, you got to be tough. You got to drive trucks and you work out and you don't wear sunscreen. I was like, don't wear sunscreen. How did that make that on the list? <laughs> Not wearing sunscreen, manly. Who's making up these like, I don't wipe my ass except for Fridays. And you don't read? Reading's unmanly too. You're like, what the fuck is the system here that we're going by? Uh, this is why you have. This is why your back looks like the Rocky Mountains. Uh, it's got moles, man. Too many moles. Uh, let's see. What do I want to fucking finish on? Um, what the fuck happened to boomers? What the fuck? Like, these were the people of the '60s, right? You know, the '60s, the counterculture. They were like, we're gonna change the world, and then they got to the '80s, and we're like, we're just gonna do fucking cocaine. Yeah, shoulder pads for women's jackets. Why? I don't know. We like women with broad shoulders because we're secretly gay. That's what's going on. My assumption there. Uh, anyway, it's just a, it's a wild transition to go from like all natural, like beauty and nature, to like how big can we make boobs? Bigger? Can we make them bigger? Is it just as big as... Anyway, I just know it's going to happen to us. Like, that's going to happen to our generation, and uh, I can't wait, honestly. 11 p.m., Post Malone, selling reverse mortgages on TV. Fuck yeah! I cannot trust that face. Anyway, I'm going to finish there. Thank you very much for your time. Good to be back. Kelly Evans! Yay, Kelly Evans, yay! And then, yay, how exciting. Oh, goodness gracious. This is the uh, this is the dirty hour. I'm so excited that we're talking about dirty. Uh, Pancake, are you ready to go up next? Is that why you're shuffling out to the stage? Your next comedian, he is the Syrup King. Put your hands together for Pancake the Syrup King, yay! If again. Hey, I was um, just at the grocery store, and uh, they ran out of everything. So uh, you better, listeners at home, you better get to the store right now. No joke. They were all out of everything except baby powder and toothpaste. So get out there. Okay, now that all the posers are gone. Hey, uh, hentai is recorded live.
and then they animate it later. Just, uh, they learned a lot from, uh, watching Eddie Murphy and, uh, Robin Williams in the, in the studio recording and, you know, how they got into character. They got, they got really into character, so they just figured, hey, hentai needs to be just as dedicated. Uh, you, you may not realize this, but... Uh, there are a lot of sayings about angels, um, like not just when a bell rings does an angel get a, uh, its wings, but but every time there's traffic, an angel broke a string. Angel broke a string on its harp. Explaining the joke. I like going to Whole Foods and uh, just people watching. I can't afford anything there. It's like uh, going to Nordstrom's, not rack, uh, off the rack, because can't afford that either. So it's like uh, ultimate window shopping for for healthy foods. But also, you get to you get to see people. You get to people watch. I'm not an alcoholic. I just like the feeling of glass on my lips. Um, I'm, I'm not in, I'm trying to wean myself off a crack, um, with, uh, glass dildos, just sucking on glass dildos so I can get off of this crack addiction and my alcoholism under control, because I like the feeling of glass on my lips. When Tinder tries to tell you someone liked you, I'm like, yeah, all right, nice try. But then I look out the door and then I see familiar faces. I mean, they look kind of familiar. They're wearing masks. That's the most familiar thing. Oh, yeah, that's the most familiar thing about them. I, I run into these people all day, all night, wearing masks. So when I when I go on Tinder, and uh, Tinder says, "Hey, someone liked you, but you got to buy premium to find out who likes you." So I buy premium, I cave in, and then guess who likes me? Tinder Premium, the account likes me. I wonder why. Is it because I just paid nineteen ninety five? So, uh, how do you spell, how do you spell your name, bro? Oh, right, right. That was, um, a scenario. Oh, man. Um, someone was, <laughs> uh, I was driving by these, these, uh, skater kids. They look like street kids. And, um, one of them was like, dude, just like, tell me how to spell your name dude it just sounds really interesting like stop geeking out about how people spell their names because it's an interesting name okay this isn't jeopardy you will never be quizzed unless unless the good place is where you 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 have to like retain all the memory you can of your life 
and be like, yeah, I did that all right. Yeah, that was all right. But just knowing your life, just, hey, do you remember that person that you gave $5 to? No, because that was being a good person. Well, guess what? Being a good person isn't enough. You have to remember them. I hate it when there's a, a trailer for a movie. Uh, this was, uh, I, I wrote this when movies were still in theaters. So I hate it when there's a trailer playing for a movie with an actor, with a particular actor that is in another trailer after that one in a different role. That completely takes me out of the first world that this trailer was setting up for me, and now I will never see a particular actor. Fuck. Now I see where the joke goes. Now I, I see where the punchline goes. Okay. Um, what's your wild rabbit, Mauricio? What's your wild rabbit? Oh, we got no Hennessy drinkers in the house. Okay. Um, I'm Pancake. I'm the Syrup King. And piss, shit, fuck, uh, douchebag, fuck, F-word, 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 N-word, N-word, F-word. Thank you, Pam. Pancake, the Syrup King, yay. F-word, F-word. F swear all of the swears before we go to the outdoor clean show, which will be happening at seven o'clock, which is super exciting. Who's up next? Who's up next? Oh, all right, here we go. Woo! What's up, comedy fans? Hey, boy, ooga ooga! Hell yeah! As UPS, I only have two jokes I want to do. Uh. Pam! UPS man says hi. He says what's up. She says, Hey, do you need another comic tonight? No, she said no. Sorry. He's, he's, he's going to Oakland. Great. That was scripted. Thank you. You guys, you guys like that? Uh, great bit. Anyways, uh, really bad at uh, dirty talking. You know, like it's like it's just like I don't know. I'm just terrible. Like one time I was having I was having sex with this girl and I was like, oh yeah, you like that? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, fucking like that? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, ah, you want to throw it with your sister? And she was like, no. And I was like, I don't know why I said that. The other day I was talking to my girlfriend. And I was like, you're lucky I don't fuck you. That's the best that I can do. You guys want to see my impression of a woman in an O Tesla commercial? Okay, here's here's my impression of a woman in an Tesla commercial. I'm cold. Anyways, different. Okay, uh, my impression of a woman in a Tesla commercial. <laughs> Chronic arthritis prevented me from doing the things I love. But since Tesla, I've been able to get back to my smoothie. Thanks. Got to turn the, turn the volume up on the... All right, well, tech ruined that one. All right, not my fault. I would have been funny. Uh, okay. Uh, does it make me racist to be like, I think Asian babies are the cutest? Does that make me racist? 
then I'm a fucking racist. Uh, you ever have a conversation with someone about like perfumes and you're like, I love incest. I do that a lot. Um, I used to live in a storage unit. Yeah, it was one of the hottest properties in the city. Thank you. Yeah, my other place was low income. No one came. <sighs> okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna do eight. I'm just gonna get through my 20 minutes up here. And uh, I I was at a seafood restaurant one time, and like we we caught a, we had like they gave us a, like a whole crab and like those things to crack the crab. And I was like, that's cool, doing it myself. And then I ordered some French fries, and they gave me a potato and a knife. And I was like, this sucks. <sighs> Why did you turn the mics off when everyone was laughing, Pam? Why did you do that? Um, you guys ever been on Twitter? <laughs> yeah. Twitter sucks. You just want to hear my impression of a guy I heard on the BART today? Okay. Well, you must have got bad meth then. Thank you. You guys want to hear my impression of a different homeless guy at the Carl's Jr. on Market Street? Okay. Yo, why do they sell gallons of milk here? Uh, good question. I don't know why they sold gallons of milk there. It was like a deli Carl's Jr., which, you know, I guess there's a demand for. Um, <sighs> Twitter, right. Uh, you want to hear my impression of men on Twitter? Imagine if this was the other way around. Thank you. That's my impression of men on Twitter. I'm just trying to do jokes that I haven't done every single week in this. And you, everybody here hasn't heard me say at least five different times. You know, like that's it's it's for your sake that I'm sucking ass right now. At least I'm not trying. How lame would that be? Uh, I I okay. Um. Okay. Let's just. Yeah, that's my name. My name's Aaron. Yep, my name's Aaron, at Comedy Bad Boy, uh, killing it. Come see me at the Apollo next Thursday. Me and Arsenio Hall, he's opening. Yay, Aaron Atkins, everyone. Aaron Atkins, yes. Comedy king here in the house. So exciting, absolutely on taped. Are you kidding? It's all <laughs> auditorily taped here at mutinyradio.fm, here in .sf. Your next comedian, she's sadly going back to Chicago, but we have her here right now. Clap your hands together, everybody. It's Bella Dillman Cook. Yay! Hi, everybody. Wow, great crowd today. I could see all of your shining faces. Just so you know, if you don't pay attention to me, I will be very sad. Um, yeah. Oh no. oh, no. Yeah, and that's, my feelings matter more than your feelings. So if you're bored to death, I don't care. But if I'm sad, everyone cares. Boo. 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 Okay. Um, I think I have sex with men because I feel bad for them. Uh, I... Uh, if a man can't boil his own pasta, that is sexy to me. That makes me very horny. Uh, I once had sex with a man simply because he didn't have a, a dresser. He just he piled all of his clothes on the floor so that he could find them easier. Do, do any of you do that? Do any of you have a bed frame? 
<laughs> Can someone please tell me why I've had sex with so many men who have twin beds with no bed frame? They're, you're all like that? Oh, God, I just want to be, I, I want to be 40 so I can fuck one man. Or maybe I'll just start fucking 60-year-olds. It's fine. Um, I, I date a lot of men with a Peter Pan complex, meaning that they want me to be their mom. Um, one of my exes actually watched children's shows as a joke. Like, if you're relying on me to cook, watch your clothes, and you're watching educational t cartoons, I am not your girlfriend. I am your mom. I am your mom. Um, let's move on from that one. Um, uh, my medication is making it impossible for me to come. Woo! Yes. Yes. I have trouble orgasming. Thank you, Zoloft. Yeah. Um, so I, <laughs> it's not, it's not his fault this time. Come on. I can't even come by myself. So that's a problem. Um, I, I, so now the only alternative for me, since I'm an instant gratification person, is smoking crack. You know, because the only thing that is better than coming is smoking crack, and the only thing that makes having sex with a crack dealer bearable is smoking crack. Amen. Amen. Yeah, so I do have a boyfriend. Please don't be mad at me. <laughs> Please don't be mad at me that I just did material on me not coming. Uh, yeah, but my boyfriend also has his own mental issues. We're both a little bit crazy, so our sex tape is just titled Making a Murderer. Um, yeah. Uh, it's I, I, I hate the pandemic because now I have to pretend to wash my hands. And I hate global warming because now I have to pretend to dry my hands with one of those loud dryers. And I'm like a dog. Dryers scare me. Like, you know, I don't know. I just, I kind of have no material. Uh, I don't trust psychiatrists. Yeah, my last psychiatrist was played on the 49ers. I don't know, like, he only played on there for one year. I don't think he was a starter, but how can I trust someone who's that bad at football to do anything with my brain? Um, let's say something else. I always, uh, I'm glad I'm not in the dating pool anymore because I got tired of dating apps. Like, there's always, like, a Sean or a Todd or a Dave. It's like, can you put in any effort? Just one syllable? Can you try a little harder there? Um, I once dated a guy whose favorite book was Hatchet. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but it's on the fifth grade reading list. Can we, can we graduate from that, or do you just want to stay on the same reading level as the girls you want to have sex with? Sha zing, zing. Thank you, everybody. I've been Bella Delman. So, yeah, we do. Bella Delman, everyone. Bella motherfucking Delman, yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, uh, 
Here we are at happy hour before the outdoor comedy show at Mutiny Radio starts at 7 o'clock. Your next comedian, what a champion he is. He runs a new open mic at Washington Square in North Beach. It's amazing. I've been there the past two weeks. Go out to it. You're going to love him right now. It's on Fridays at 2 o'clock. It's amazing. But put your hands together right now. It's Mauricio. All right. Give me all the fucking love in the world. God damn it. Yes. This is my favorite mic of all time, man. Empty room, man. I love it because I think audiences for pussies, you know? So I'm having a good time. I was like doing that, man. That was a crazy little set to go after. I'm like, it's like, uh, wow, that is one fucked up couple that just went up here. You know, like, oh, shit, man. Did not know that Aaron couldn't ejaculate and shit. Powerful stuff, man. Uh, all right, one thing that's on my mind, I'm getting tired of the Americans worship politicians. I hate this shit about you guys. This is why I hope that my people, cartels, kidnap you more, you know? I can't stand how much you guys love uh, fucking politicians. I hate Bernie Sanders, by the way. I really can't stand this guy. It's like, all he does is collect money from you and he fails. That's all he does, right? That's, that's his jam. And I hate when I bring this shit up, a friend uh, will be like, that's it, man. Get the fuck out of my house and don't ever talk to my kids. I was like, fine then. I'm taking the six-pack with me, you know? Ah, damn it, I butchered that up, man. What they can't stand is when they defend Bernie Sanders. It's like, they'll be like, uh, okay, is Bernie Sanders going to back you up in a fight? No, it's like, I will, right, you know? It's like, God, let's break it down to that. I always say that, like, if Bernie Sanders wasn't a politician, he'd be the greatest drug dealer of all time, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> he would be the greatest Coke dealer slash car salesman of all fucking time. Like, I would suck if I got off of work one day and I'm all poor and I'm just walking home and Bernie's like, hey, Mauricio, can I introduce you to some cocaine and a new Trans Am? I'm like, look, Bernie, I got a lot of problems at home, trouble with the wife, I'm just trying to get home, all right? And then he goes like this, are you sure? And he smiles at you and then you blank out, right? And in your head, you hear the song like, you didn't have to be so nice. I would have loved you anyways, right? Then you come to and you're holding cocaine and you're driving a Trans Am. It's like, damn you, Bernie, you did it to me again. Motherfucker, you know? That's all they are, man. They ain't your, they ain't your heroes. I always hate when uh, motherfuckers in S San Francisco don't read, right? Like, uh, let's just do this one, man. You guys don't read. Uh, like, I'm from Seattle, so sometimes I have to talk slow to you guys, you know? Or we read. Like, you guys are so scared of education, you put Barnes & Noble in Emeryville, you know? It's like, in Seattle, it's just down the street, you know? You read, then you get home, get a pumpkin spice latte, and watch Frasier, you know? That's what I do, you know? I'm like Mexican Frazier, right? And uh, one thing I like talking about is that people don't read about, like, like right now there's two sides fighting for their way of the government, right? But, like, people don't pay attention to what, like, they pay for taxes. Like, I read about in Russia, they use all this money to send two people into space to have sex. That's what they did with the tax money. I was like, damn, and what Harvard class do I take to join their space program, you know? It's like, this is something I can do, you know what I mean? Could you imagine that porno scenario? I'm in space, and I'm like, look, lady, I don't want to do this just as much as you, but it's the country's orders, okay? Take the fucking helmet off. Here's the vodka, you know? And can you imagine the porno soundtrack? It's like, dun, 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 and as I come, I'm like, ah! Oh! And I cross the space-time continuum, and I turn into a baby. <laughs> right, you know? And it's like, I'm like, quick, put them on your breasts, man. We need Mauricio's research and data, you know? And then it's like uh, Armageddon and Aerosmith. It's like, I don't want to miss a thing. But that's where your tax money's going, you know? 
It's like, don't don't trust these people. I always wanted to start a movement where we don't vote in 100% unison. Could you imagine if we did not vote 100%? Like, you just see, like, this rocket blast off behind the White House, and then the reptilian shapeshifters pick them up, and then they turn around and blast all of humanity, and everyone's dead. And the survivors, in the midst of that chaos, as the smoke clears, we would all look at each other and be like, wow, okay, well, do you want to go hit on these girls now? Because it's a lot easier because we got to reprocreate. All right, man, I thought Billy would have laughed at that one. Yeah. Man, uh, he's a fucking poser for NASA. <laughs> Motherfucker. Last time I read his shirts, you know? Son of a bitch, man. <laughs> There's a guy named Billy out there, and I hope he burns in hell. Yeah. Uh, one thing I'm dealing with is I'm 33, man. I'm, uh, I'm okay with the life choices I made in my 20s. Like, uh, I am at peace with them. A lot of fucked up shit, and I am at peace with them, and I'm proud of them. Fuck it. You know? Like, I'm not going to regret the one time I passed out on a family's lawn in the suburbs of Washington. That happened one time. I got super fucking wasted, and I thought my coat was just so warm that I didn't have to make it home. So I just passed out on a family's lawn. I'll never forget the next morning. They're like, get the fuck off our lawn. We're calling the cops. I was like, fuck you. You can't stop the revolution. You know, and I walked away, you know, like I do. Uh, one thing I can't stand the older I get is I can't hang out with my old friends who I used to party with because they're so ashamed of everything that we did in our 20s, you know, which I don't understand that logic, man. It's like we had fun, right? I ran into one friend at, like, the grocery store, and I was like, oh, right, I haven't seen you in a while. And uh, I was like, what you been up to? He's like, dude, I'm working extra hours, man. I'm just laying low. I'm just trying to get my life together. God damn it. Laying low. And then he's like, Marisa, what are you up to? I was like, I'm getting fucked up every night and doing three of some mushrooms to get this out of my system so when I get married, I won't cheat on my wife. All right, uh, that's the horn. Oh, I guess I'll leave you guys on this one. Um, Hollywood's demoralizing our children. Thank you. Um, exposure. Doing Mauricio! Follow him on all of his things. Mauricio Casadas, which it has nothing to do with cheese, or I have no idea. Everything's cool. Uh, I know I am. I'm a little wasted. <laughs> Fuck you, Billy. Yeah, I'm a little wasted right now. I mean, I'm trying to hold my shit together, but yeah, I've been drinking wine since 1.30 this afternoon, so I am holding it together. Thank you very much. Who is, oh, Luke Moore is here. Yay, Luke Moore, get up right now, Luke Moore. Moore, get up to the stage, Luke Moore, yay! I'm a traitor. You haven't changed. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Sometimes I feel like Jeremy from the Pearl Jam song. You're not close enough to the microphone. You gotta put that thing, there you go. Put it in my mouth. Penis. Penis. Dude, Google Images ruined my life in like 2003, I think. So I'd be like a kid just typing in stuff. Like, I don't know, like Mickey Mouse. Or like Goku. Or like, uh, what else do you like, Mauricio? You like Mickey Mouse, Goku, Chronicles of Narnia. I'm typing in this stuff. It's 2006. 
I go to Google Images, and then they show me a penis, like no matter what. You know what I mean? Google Images sent me a lot of unsolicited dick pics <laughs> as a child. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's cleaned up. It's cleaned up since. You, you might not even remember, but Google Images wasn't always as proficient. Used to, they would show you penises. You know what I'm saying? Sneakily. You, know, you might have to go to page two or page three. Anyways, that was the worst heckle ever, Pam. I don't even know what you said. I don't know. I feel like Google Images... Okay, so hear me out. Google is like the friend that your mom trusted. Right? Oh, yeah, Google's smart. And you go to Google's house, and uh, your mom didn't know about Google Images. You know, Google's brother. You know, Google has a weird brother who will show you penises. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you go to that house. You shouldn't have been going to that house. Google Images is like Marcos. See, I had a friend, Marcos who showed me two girls one cup. He showed me the horse video, the jar video. If you don't know the jar video, let me just say it's jarring, okay? That's where the word jarring comes from. There's a video inv involving a jar, that's all you need to know. It's really bad. I don't know, man. Marco shouldn't have shown me that stuff. That's all I'm saying. It made me who I am, though. You can't regret it. You just gotta take everything in stride. Dude, it's like, I feel like anytime I meet somebody who I look up to, like, they don't really like me. You, you ever have that issue? You're Like, when you were a teenager, did you meet your favorite band? And, like, they were kind of mean to you? Like, you try to be funny and, like, they didn't laugh. You ever do that? I don't know, man. It ruins me. You know, the, the I was doing comedy in Dallas for five years. Then I moved here. And, you know, the worst part of, like, going to multiple comedy scenes is, like, s some people won't like you at every comedy scene. And then what you end up doing is you just compile all of them. You're like, well... Andrew and Tyler and Lauren and Paul, they didn't like me in the Dallas comedy scene. And I looked up to them. And like th they I was annoying. And I moved here and you know, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty well liked here, but I just, you know, that's something I worry about is being liked, you know. It's kind of bad. Have you seen that movie Demolition Man? It was Sylvester Stallone and Wes Snipes. <laughs> so it's a sci-fi movie. It's about the future and now we're in the future. And it's it's kind of funny. So the plot of the movie is Sylvester Stallone is a cop from the 90s. They cryogenically freeze him because he's dem demolition man. He causes too much demolition, you know, too much police brutality. He's too rough. So they, they're like, ah, we're going to freeze you. And then in the future, there's like a criminal from the past, which is Wes Snipes, who's like presumably cryogenically frozen and he's like wreaking havoc and the future is so soft because everybody's like become more and more gra like civilized that when they have a bad guy from the past they can't they don't even know how to handle him because like the police is demilitarized they don't have weapons 
this movie Demolition Man. You got to see it, man. All the restaurants of Taco Bell. It's, it's, you know, we're close to that. So, Wesley Snipes is supposed to be cryogenically frozen, but they don't show it in the movie. They show Sylvester Stallone be cryogenically frozen, and then they thaw him out, and then they just show Wesley Snipes. And you, I don't know. I feel, I feel like they didn't cryogenically freeze Wes Snipes in this movie. I feel like black doesn't crack. He just didn't age for like 30 years. So, yeah, and then at the very end of the movie, Sylvester Stallone, you know, kills an unarmed black man, Wesley Snipes. And that's th that's the movie, and they're like, thanks, man. We needed a hero like you. The way police brutality used to be, we needed that now, you know. So, Thank you. I've been Luke Moore. I hope everyone likes me. Thank you. Luke Moore, everyone. What a joy and a wonderment he Thank is. What a, what a, what a tall drink of water. What a, just, what a, what a love. I know. What a, just, I just want to, I mean, no, like, if there were, if there were bears and it was like, this, this bed is too soft, and this bed is too hard, and this bed is just right. That would be Luke Morris. <laughs> just right. That's Luke Moore, everybody. Yay! I don't even know if anything's working anymore or what's happening. That's exciting. Um. So are there other comedians that want to open mic, or do I get to set up for the actual show? Does anybody want to do stuff? Is there anyone outside that's like, I got to tell you, yeah, he needs to do it again. Everybody, it's Aaron Hackett. One joke, one joke, one joke, one joke. Hey, do you guys like women? Yeah. Man, I love women. I keep following those signs, trying to find them. They have signs to say women, and when I do, they're always taking a fucking shit. Uh, Thank you. Uh, I had I had to do it to him. Had to do it to him. That's the that that joke is the equivalent of the whip in comedy. <laughs> hey, you see your hair? Why I look like uh, glee glee sounds. Classic, classic work, classic work by Aaron Atkins. Hey, we're gonna play some music in the interim. We're gonna be right back with a real a show. Not that what just happened wasn't a real show, because it absolutely was, but it was dirty as fuck. And the next show will be outside, and it will be clean as fuck. It'll be clean as fuck. Cool. I'm gonna try my best, do my best. That's what I do every day. Please give me money at the Mutiny Radio GoFundMe, please. Dear God, please help me.
Hey, that's uh, <laughs> that was Roy Orbison. Um, uh, Dream Baby, that's what it is. We're going back to the basement. This is, uh, hold on a minute. I'll tell you exactly who this is. Uh, this is the Harvey Harvey Roberts band. So, uh, yeah, the Harvey Harvey Roberts band. Uh, song's called Waterhammer. And uh, let's see if I can tell you a little bit about it. Okay. And then we'll go uh, version one. Um, uh, Harvey Roberts band uh, for our listening pleasure. Um, let's uh, uh, this should work. I think everything is in its place. Button comes to back in a linear fashion. Always good. Those little echoes, bumps in the nights, just the contraction of the stuff in the pipes. of thermal expansion The creaks and cracks as the house falls asleep Merely the music as the stress is released The everyday noises that can't be perceived In the hustle and bustle of daytime Just a water hammer, a tick or a tap. Peaceful invitation to nap. More than a whisper. Less than a snap. That tiny sound of inversion. Check, check, check.
That's just the water hammer, a tick or a tap. Peaceful invitation to nap. More than a whisper. Less than a snap. We're starting in five minutes. Hey, how you doing, Matthew Quirk? Yay. Don't gather, but definitely stay six feet apart. Stay tuned and be ready.
Yeah, that's George Harrison um, uh, doing All Things Must Pass, you know, so like, uh, yeah, like, uh, you know, um, we're going back to the basement. Um, this, this is uh, uh, the old Overholt, uh, O-V-E-R-H-O-L-T. Um, this is uh, Patrick uh, Carrico. Um, old Overholt. Look for that though on on SoundCloud if you dig this. He's from Portland, United States. Uh, my my missing teeth and shakes prove I done all the things they say. Um, this song's called Footloose, Baked Bread, and it uh, it goes like this. Pressing that pause button. We got that turned to where it should be. Here we go.
I want to rock it to the moon. 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 I